I'm, I want to speak to you about family today. One of the most memorable days of my life was, and I've got to get the date right now, it was, it was March the 18th, 1980. It's not when I got married. It's when, it's when I became a dad. It was just, I, mean, I was just, it was very, very special. I, I mean, you know, prior to that, I had woken up in the night thinking, what have I done? <laughs> Bringing a life into the world, you know, anyone know what that feels like? You think, whoa, this you know, responsibility looms here. But I, I remember when, 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 when I became a dad, my, when my uh, son was born, uh, it was just honestly one of the most special days of my life when I became a dad. Anyone understand that? Yeah. Uh, very special. I mean, I remember I got... Uh, we had a bay window front of the house. I got the shaving cream and I squirted on the window. It's a boy, you know, because I assumed the whole world wanted to know. <laughs> so I told them anyway. And, and uh, uh, at that time, who remembers Busby, the, the BT big orange thing? Do you remember? Oh, one or two. <laughs> well, I bought this great big Busby and I took it to the hospital and uh, the baby's that size and Busby's that size and... It was a bit silly, really, but I, and I, I, I nearly walked in front of a car that day. I was, it, it was just... Oh, yeah. How do you do that? <laughs> That's clever, isn't it? I, be, becoming a father was just a very special moment for me because I touched, just in, in a very faint reflection, I touched something of the father heart of God. Because before God is anything else, his father, his father. And I want to just read to you from Isaiah 43, verse 4. I want to give you a, I just want you to hear the, the heart of God. I want you to hear just what, what how, how God feels. And the, 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 the setting here is God speaking about his people who, who weren't exactly kind of... Uh, they weren't, they weren't running well. They weren't, they weren't running with him. They were kind of estranged. And, 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 but here's the heart of God. And, and Isaiah 43, this is what God says. Because you are precious in my eyes and honoured, and I love you, I give men in return for you, people in exchange for your life. Wonderful echoes there of what's going to happen we're going to get on to the suffering servant as I, in chapter 53. I give men in return for you, people in exchange for your life. I, Isaiah's just getting a glimpse. There's a, there's a costly deal in, in the heart of God that, 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 that's going to bring you back into closeness in his family. Fear not, I'm with you. I'll bring your offspring from the east, from the west, I'll gather you. I'll say to the north, give up, and the south, don't withhold. Bring my sons from afar, my daughters from the ends of the earth. Here's the heart of God. Here's the passion of the father heart of God. That, that's what God is like. And when I became a father, I just got a tiny, tiny glimpse of, whoa, this fatherhood thing. A tiny glimpse of of the father heart of God, because before anything else, God is father. In fact, father is the Christian name for God. And 
you know, I'm sure I can't, I'm going to kind of condense what I was going to say a bit here, but I was going to preach from the whole of the Bible this morning and, and this afternoon and, uh, and just show you that, you know, the whole, what is this story all about? You know, when you pick up a book in uh, Waterstones or somewhere and uh, you quickly look at the back, in one sentence you see what the story is all about, right? Just to give you a clue. So if, I don't know why we don't do it with this. Why isn't there a strap line that tells me what this is all about? Well, 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 if there were, the strap line would say something like this. The mission of God to gather lost people. Or even better, I think, if it was the message, it would say something like uh, God's passion for a big family. Because that's what it's all about. It's about the heart of God to, to gather a family. And, and I was reading from Isaiah there. You've got this wonderful book of Isaiah where, which is kind of drawing together that whole history from the Old Testament and coming towards this pinnacle of how is it going to happen because you know that right in the beginning in, in this wonderful garden when everything was, was tickety-boo and, and just great and, and people enjoying Adam and Eve walking with, 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 with God in the garden, this wonderful, beautiful creation, it... it it, it got wrecked because, because Adam and Eve decided that they would, they'd rather go for self-determination and doing their own thing, and so they got estranged from God. And you know the story that basically that's, that, 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 that's, that, that's where we're at, that, that people made in the image of God, longing for their place, knowing him as father, have been estranged and uh, robbed of this... The, 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 the central purpose that they were made for, that you and I were made for, to enjoy God as Father. And, and, and as, you, as you go through the story, you, you, you find that, that, that God, it, it's all about God gathering a family. He, he picks this guy called Abraham. He said, Abraham, I'm going to make you a father of many... Uh, 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 you're going to have so many in your, in your family. I'm, I'm going to make you a father. And through you, all the nations of the earth are going to be blessed. God's saying, I'm going to have my family. I'm going to have my big family. And it goes right on the way through. And it speaks about, in Isaiah, about Jesus. And, and one of his name, names is, uh, uh, you know, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace, Eternal Father. And, and this whole thing of fatherhood is right there, woven right through Scripture. In fact, when you get to the end, to, to, to Revelation and chapter 23, chapter 21, rather, Revelation 21, um, it says that, that John, he said, I saw the new heaven and the new earth. And you think, wow, tell us, were there giraffes and monkeys and, and mountains? Not a word. Because all he sees is a big family, the city. He doesn't care about the giraffes and the, the mountains and the new heaven and the new earth. All he can see is this city, this beautiful city, this, this great big family. And then you've got Eden described again. You've got the, the tree of life, the the tree of life and the, and the river of life. It's, it's Eden restored, but instead of just two, there's a massive, great, big family. That's the heart of God, you see? It's the heart of God is for family. It's so beautiful. He wants a big family. He's the restorer. The last verse in the Old Testament is all about turning the hearts of the sons to the fathers, and, and it's about family. It's the heart of God. Before anything else, he is... Father. And when you become a Christ one, when you become a follower of Jesus, he, he brings us to the Father, doesn't he? 
1 John 3, 1, see what kind of love the Father has given us that we should be called children of God. And so we are. That's what we are. You're a, you're, you're a, child, you're a child of your father. My dad, I haven't had an earthly dad for over 30 years. But I've got an astonishing father. Do you know, I, I could preach for the next few hours on this, but I know I mustn't. But, you know, when Jesus taught the disciples to pray, what's, how does he teach them to pray? When you pray, say, Father. Do you know, I love it when my kids, even now, they're kind of growing up and stuff. Um, when, they, when I get a phone call, hey, Dad, I love it. Especially, you, you know, it's often when they need something. But that, that's fine. I, I, in fact, it's, no, don't go there. I'll take too long. But I, I love that. When my kids ring me up and say, hey, hey, Dad. And I'm thinking, this, this is what, what Jesus, when you pray, say, Father. When you pray, say, Father. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? This, this, is, this is what we've been called to. This is the passion of God, to have a big family. I, oh boy, I, I do you know, a, a, a story in scripture that has transformed my life has been that, the story of the prodigal son. I always, I, I grew up thinking that, that God was always frowning at me. Oh no, he's, oh dear, he's a disappointment. Oh no, he's blown it again. Oh no. Do you know, I mean, my, my school reports used to say things like, um, you know, um, uh, bit disappointing, could have done better. And, and I, I think I grew up thinking that God was like that with me, that, that I'm kind of a bit of a disappointment. And, and, and then that, that whole thing of the, that wonderful story of the prodigal son, which so, so, it's just so, it just, it's a wonderful window into the heart of God. That beautiful story. There's, there's the, the prodigal son. He's just gone, done his own thing, and he's in the pigs and all the rest of it, and he's not smelling good. He's not looking good. He's not doing good. And, and it, it just said he came to his senses, and, and, and he's, he thinks up this speech about, I'll go to my father, and I'll say, I'm not worthy to be a son. I'll just be a slave, and that's going to be better than what I've got now. And, and, and it says as soon as he set off on, it, on, on his way home, what does it say next? The father saw him from afar. Why do you think that was? Because he was looking every day. He was looking down the road every day. That's the, that's the father heart. He's looking every day, looking down the road. And then when he sees the son, he comes running. Now, this sounds so unlike God in my view. Running, very undignified. And, and embracing, it sounds very unsort of... God-like. And, and yet here's God being described, this father heart of God. And so the prodigal son starts to get out his speech. Uh, I've sinned, uh, no, no, no. and he can't, you know what, the father cuts him short. Before he can get the bit out about, I'm not worthy to be a son, just make me a slave, the father cuts him off. You read that, it doesn't even get to that bit. He gets cut short because the father says, no, 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 your family, your family. And this is, this, this is the, the passion of God, to have a family. And this is key to our relationship with, with God. He's not, he doesn't come to judge us because, of, because Jesus has brought us to the Father. 
we're, we've got access. We, we can, any day, hey, Father, we, we're there, Jesus. We, through, the, through Jesus, we've got access to the Father. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. If I had time today, I'd, I'd, I'd just love to talk to you about the, the Trinity, how this all happens because of the Trinity, that, that wonderful verse at the end of one, uh, 2 Corinthians 13 where it says, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And, and it's because of the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ that, that you're brought back into the family, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. There it all is. And for your a wholesome relationship with God, we want those three components. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that brings us to the love of the Father and the dynamic of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Wow, what a way to do life in a fatherless generation that we live in. What a way to do life in a fatherless generation. We sang a great song adoption. Love your songs here, by the way. Who, who, who writes your songs? Are you writing them here? Who's doing it? Come on, who's your songwriters? Brilliant. Astonishing. Wonderful. Great. Love it. Really, really so we sang that song about... All oh, right, lots of fingers going down there. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. But adoption. I heard, you know, I was with some folks yesterday, a young couple. Um, uh, used to be in Norwich and now another part, part, part of the country. The young couple, they're just... They're just arranging to adopt a little boy and a little girl in the next few weeks, and when they told me, uh, I, they, I thought, "Oh, this is so, this is so precious. This is the Father Heart of God here. This is something beautiful." That, and and uh, this whole thing of you know the spirit of adoption that we've got. That, you know, you might not have an earthly father, but but you can have the Father. You you can be have your place around the table. In fact, in a minute we're going to break bread. Remember the story of the road to Emmaus? Do you remember that story? Two guys, they, they didn't know kind of how this whole deal worked about Jesus dying and all that. And, and, and they're walking on the road and unbeknown to them, Jesus comes and walks with them. And he's telling them how it, the whole of scripture points to Jesus. And then it says this, it says they, they, he, he, they, they, they stopped and, and they, they, they asked Jesus to stop with them. And, they, and it was as they sat around the table and broke bread that, that they recognized him. And, and this morning, as we, this afternoon, as we break bread, this is where we engage with the Father. It's a round table. It's beautiful. And you find that in the Old Testament. It all began in the Old Testament on the, uh, on the Passover. It's beautiful. While other strange religions were doing things up mountains, around shrines, the people of God are around the table. It's beautiful. It's family. And, and, and you can... Engage with your heavenly Father through Jesus today as we take bread in, in a while. So I'm just moving on to my second point now. <laughs> I'm all over the place. But you see, that, well, I want, this leads me on to put this, this point really that, that the church is the family of God. That, that's what we are together. We're the family of God. In a fatherless generation... We're something different. In a lonely, isolated, fragmented generation, we're the family of God. We're something special. I, I hear nowadays that there's many more small housing units being made because people live on their own and my, 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 I've run out of power. There's lots more small units being made because there's not so many families. 
church, we're the family of God. We, we're called to, to minister the father heart of God to a fatherless generation. That, that's what we are. The church is the family of God. We're an expression of the family of God. 1 Peter 2.9, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Folks, the church is the family of God. It's something very, very, very special. It's a place where people, family is a place where people belong. As a kid, I, I, there was just, it was just, there's no second question. Home, I belong there. There's a place for me at the table. There's a place for me to, to, to speak and to, to laugh and to, to be loved. Folks, that, you may never have had that, but you've got it now in the family of God. That's what the church should be like place where people are, are welcomed and received and where they can find their place, a safe place, a place where you can be yourself, a place that does you good, a place that restores you. And the, this is the wonderful thing that this, this family of the church is God's instrument for reaching the nations. It's as we do family that we'll reach the nations. It's as we do family that people will look on and say, wow. There's something special here. We had a guy just a while ago got baptized. He'd been uh, kind of just, a, you know, just on the streets and so on. And he kind of just connected into the family of God. And uh, he got baptized uh, um, a while back. And he got up on the, when he was baptized. He just stood there and said, you know, I, I never had a family before. But now I've got a family. And it's, there's not a dry, eye, a dry eye in the house. Do you know, when I'm preaching, I just keep getting stories, and I want to keep telling stories, but I've got to stop. I've got one more story. I can't stop. My, my friend, I've got a friend in Beijing called Byron, um, and uh, he and his wife, they've been there about 20-odd years, and they have a little orphanage on the edge of Beijing, and they take in babies that are abandoned. Often they've got um, physical defects and so on, and they pray f- over these babies. They, they raise finance, and they, they, they get surgery done for these babies. And, uh, and then they see them placed in families around the world. And there's about 50 babies in this orphanage. And Byron says how, you know, when, it, when, the, when the plans all come together for an adoption, they kind of introduce the, 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 the parents slowly. And they'll, so they'll, uh, the, 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 the little child might be just a couple, two or three years old, and they'll, they'll give them a, a book with pictures in. And Byron tells a story how, you know, when, when this happens to one of these little kids and, and, and it's their turn and someone is going to adopt them, they, they get these wonderful books with pictures and, and this little kid, they, he, he, he or she becomes a superstar for the week, you know. And i got a family. This little kid just suddenly becomes, whoa, it's my turn. It's me. I... And, and he becomes a... It's like a business. It's a family. And in a moment, we're, we're going to be uh, uh, talking about leadership in the family. Before I just move on to that, I, I just want to say to you this afternoon, if, if you, this afternoon may be the time when you need to come and find God as your father. 
today may be the day when you say, do you know what, I, I've never understood it like this before, that, that through Jesus I can come to know my Heavenly Father because of what Jesus did on the cross for me. Uh, please don't lose that, that seat. Hold on to that thought. If God's speaking to you today and if that's touched the core in your heart, folks, this could be the most significant day of your life when you understand God's love for you as a father. And that's what Jesus dying on the cross was all about. No one comes to the Father but through me, said Jesus. Or if you're an estranged son or daughter this afternoon, you've, you, you used to walk with God and kind of just, you've lost it. You need, if you need to be reunited, as it were, with, with your Heavenly Father, please don't lose this moment. Get to know him around the table again a bit later on. But as we come to this next stage now, you see, we build church because we want the feel of family. It's, it, we don't have managers, we have fathers. And so in the, in, in, just like a, in, a, in a healthy family, there's a dad who is there for the family to bring security and direction for the family so that everyone can really thrive and, and play their part. So in church life, we have fathers. We have elders. That's, that, that's, that's what Scripture says. We, we want the family feel in church life. And so in 1 Timothy 3, Paul says that an overseer or, or elder must be above reproach, husband of one wife, and sober-minded and self-controlled, respectable, hospitable. Look, that's right, even before you get to teaching, it's, it's opening your home, yeah? Hospitable, there it is. Able to teach, able to show people the truth, able to manage your own household well. Because if he doesn't know how to manage his own household, how is he going to care for God's church? So... We want the feel of family. We want to do church the way that that, 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 that that Scripture speaks to us about. I can't resist a quote I've got on my in my notes here from um, Bill Hybels. He says this, thinking about taking care to build the church the way that, that Jesus wants. He says this, There was once a community of believers who were so totally devoted to God that their life together was charged with the Spirit's power. And in that band of Christ followers, believers loved each other with a radical kind of love. They took off their masks. They shared their lives with one another. They laughed and cried and prayed and sang and served together in authentic Christian fellowship. Those who had more shared freely with those who had less. And people relayed together in ways that bridged all sorts of gender and racial chasms. And Acts chapter 2 tells us that this community of believers, this church, offered unbelievers a vision of life that was so beautiful it took their breath away. It was so bold, so creative, so dynamic they couldn't resist it. And verse 47 tells us that the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Revelation Church, I, I want to urge you this afternoon to... Be the family of God. Build church as family. This is the passion of the heart of God. To have a big family where anybody and everybody can find their place and be loved and received and accepted and, and, and so received and enjoy the grace of God.
And this afternoon, we want to, we're going to be praying for Haisha. We're going to be laying hands on him because God has been uh, raising him up as a, a father in the church. Where is he? I can't, he was here a minute ago. He's there. We want to pray. We're going to lay hands on him. In one sense, he's already doing the stuff because that's what happens. People, gifting comes and people, and it's identified in the church family. And then together, there's a, there's a sense of saying, yeah. There's a gifting here that we want to pray over and recognize and pray for God's anointing, increased anointing for that to happen. So because we love and care about the family of God, we want to see uh, the, the elders in their place doing, giving, bringing that feel of family, loving the flock, caring for the flock, and creating an atmosphere where everyone can really find their place in family and flowing their gifting. So we're going to pray. Um, is, are we doing that now? Is that good? We, and then we're going to break bread after that. So we'll come back to the family deal in a moment. Let's, hey, so would you would you come up here now? And let's have the eldership team up as well. Let's have Rich and Simon and Steph. And church family, you're involved in this too. There's a sense of you saying, yeah, yeah, we love this family. We honor this family. We And we see the the, the father elder gifting in Haitia, and we really want us to want to uh, be praying God's anointing and blessing on him this afternoon. So will you do that? Are you going to join us in this? You're not going to be passive. We're going to lay hands on Haitia, and we're going to just we're going to really celebrate what God is doing in the family here in giving you these fathers. What a great bunch of guys, aren't they? We'll get their wives up in a minute. I mean, kind of, you know, just to make it even. But, you know, praise God. I mean, you know, seriously, praise God for these guys. who they, they're, they're fathers to the church family here. Not to lord it over the church, but to be fathers. Opening their homes and their lives. Opening the scriptures. And being real uh, fathers who care for the flock. So that everyone can thrive in their gifting. Uh, in, a, in a beautiful, secure way. Okay? So, Haisha, let's, we're going to lay hands on you now and uh, be good to... We, have we got time to... We can prophesy and things. We've got time, haven't we, for folks... To, are we allowed to do that? No, we haven't. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. Uh, would you... I don't know whether you... You can sit if you like. I want you to... Let, let's, let's invite the Holy Spirit to come and, and help us. Lord, we, we love you. We... Father, we love your family. We love what you're doing in the earth. We, Lord, thank you that it's not through armies that your kingdom is coming. It's through the family of God. It's sons and daughters who were far off being brought close, being brought home again. And we want, we want to lay hands on Haitian now. And we want to thank you for this dear man. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that uh, he knows and loves you. Thank you that he's been walking with you for a good few years now. Thank you that he's a blessing to the church family here. And we want to pray now that you'd anoint him in a, with a, a greater measure of anointing and gifting, that he's going to be even more of a blessing to the church family here at Revelation. We say, Lord, pour out your spirit upon him. Lord, keep him safe. Lord, Keep your, your hand upon him. He's a son of yours. Keep your hand upon him. And we pray that you will keep him safe, that you'll 
you'll, you'll, you'll watch over him, you'll bless his own family, and we pray that he would be a, a source of wonderful blessing to the church family here. Lord, I just pray that the gift of hospitality, the gift of teaching, the gift of loving and caring is going to flow from this dear man as he seeks to serve you and the church family here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Should we... Father, we do say that we just are grateful to you for Hazia. Lord, we pray, Lord, that he would know um, the love and the support of your family around him in this moment now. Lord, where you've um, prepared him for this, you've worked in his heart, you've done beautiful things, Lord God, and all of us are recipients of your grace in his life. And we just pray, Lord, he would just know, Lord, the surrounding um, power and force of your love and care, even from our hearts, Lord God, into his heart, even in this moment, in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Be good to have uh, Lena up here. Pray for you as a couple, wouldn't it? Hey, hey. We're very much, you know. I'm really uh, in this whole deal. We 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 do, we want to pray for them as a couple and as a family. That uh, that they that God would keep them safe and bless them and make them as a family blessing. Just so let's let's do that. It's, uh, Angie, you come up. Angie, you want to come up as well? And perhaps let's just pr- let's pray over. And you re- just reach out your hands, would you? And, or, well, you don't have to, but if you feel they're free to, just reach out and just p- pray a big blessing on this family, would you? Thank you, Lord. Father, we, we want to p- just commit this family to you. We, Lord, they're, they're, yeah, they're, we're, they're our pressures. We, we, we're not, we're not uh, unaware that... Uh, uh, we have an enemy who looks to press in at times and uh, and thwart what you're doing. We're not we're not we're not foolish. We understand, and so we we pray your protection on this family. And we say, Father, would you watch over them, especially as at this moment when they're when they're taking a, a step into uh, uh, new territory, as it were. We we say, Sovereign Lord, would you would you watch over them to bless them and keep them? I pray that. Bless me in their marriage and their home life, their family life. Lord, I, I just pray they're going to be continue to be such a great inspiration and blessing to the church family here. Lord, thank you so much for them. <laughs> so what a, what, what a joy. Lord, we, we pray your rich, rich blessing upon them. In Jesus' name. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yeah. Would you, folks, I want to ask you, will you, uh, I don't want to put this on you at all heavy, but will you kind of put these guys on your prayer list and be praying, not just for them, but for all, all your elders and their, and their families? Would you stick them on your list somewhere there that, uh, that maybe there's, a, I don't know, the way I do things, I'll just, different days of the week, I'll have different things on my list and, and just to pray for them. Would you do that? That they'll just be everything that God wants them to be for the church family here. Brilliant. Thanks.
Okay, are we okay? Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Great, thanks, Goff. Thanks, Goff.